Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Hot Springs Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now here's Justin Agri and DJ Williams on the Buzz Radio Network. This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks, picking it up, let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never conserve his status But still even him starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds Skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause why you was ill Who would have thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots And stocks through the roof, I heard from with that stock Hello Friday, I've been waiting for you for a long time You just saved me, but my life came crumbling down Uh, see the groundhog? Yeah. Think it'll be an early spring. Didn't we do this yesterday? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> don't mess with me, pork chop. <sighs> what day is this? It's February 2nd. Groundhog Day. No, I thought it was yesterday. <laughs> oh. I don't even know why I dress this stupid day. Welcome in on a Friday. It's a great day to be alive. We're happy to be here. We've got DJ Williams present. You don't like Groundhog Day? Christian Weaver <laughs> and the pigskin and Justin Acri. That's me. Thanks for being with us. I don't mind it. I mean, I'm playing clips from it. And we're talking about it. And I've got the history of Groundhog Day here and all that. But yeah. it is the most meaningless thing in the world. You know what time you woke up every day? Uh, do I know what time I woke up? What time did Bill Murray wake up on Groundhog Day? Every Six fifteen o'clock. Correct. Six o'clock. I've seen that a movie shot in the dark. No, I've seen. Oh, it you a do lot. it? Okay. I've All seen right. that movie a hundred times. I love it. You know, we had Stephen Tobolesky on the show one time. Who told me out? Who That's the guy that he punches. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ned, Ned, Ned Ryerson. Ned yeah, the head. He was on the show. Yeah. Remember when he was on the show? He was also the uh, creepy boss in Single White Female. He was also the clan leader in Mississippi Burning. He was also the the uh, holistic healer that gave George the potion that turned him into an eggplant. That is true. Yeah. He um he is what they call a character actor, which okay. is a dumb term because every actor is a character, character actor. actor. Yeah. I like yeah. to call him a that guy. It's like you don't yeah. know their name, but you know who they are. I, yeah. When you Been said it, Pigskin, things. even though he was on my show, I don't remember him. Yeah. Yeah. You interviewed him. Yeah. It was, it was a good interview. We've talked to so many interesting, famous people. It just they all run together. Mm-hmm. It happens. We have. Yeah. Who's the most famous person you had on this show? Kevin Costner. I was going to say. Wow. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Favorite movie? Kevin Costner movie. Yeah. Waterworld. No. <laughs> um, probably Bull Durham. Okay. I'm a big Bull Durham fan. Ten, ten Cup was good. Ten Cup's good, too. Yeah. I like it. What's the one where he's like a Coast Guard? Um, uh, the With Ashton Kutcher? That's the pretty Guardian, solid. Right? That's a good one. You don't like that one? I don't know that one. That's yeah, pretty good. I didn't see it. But I, I like the were... one where he got the Julius Caesar haircut and he was Whitney Houston's bodyguard. The bodyguard. Oh, oh, bodyguard. Yeah. That's yeah. solid, too. That was pretty good. That's a good one. Underrated film? Silverado. He had a uh, yeah. he was that was oh, a cow- young the Kevin Costner movie. It's a great flick. Hey, do you remember the first movie you would have seen him in? That was the first one I ever saw him in. What was the first one before that? Before that, okay. What the Big Chill? 
Oh, that's right. He was a body. He was a corpse. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. he had offed himself. That's a good one. Unfortunately. Yeah, well. He would have made the movie better. Yeah. He would have. It's a good flick, I like though. That movie. It, was a a really, movie. it was a really good yeah. movie. Okay, The Big Chill is on my list of movies that my dad made me watch as a child that was mm. way over my head to yeah. watch. But my dad was like, yeah, we're going to this movie. And I'm like, what is it? And it's like, so I started watching all these movies that like kids didn't go to, you know? Okay. So I've like, never heard of it. So the big chill—it's pretty yeah. good. It's like never a, heard of the big chill. Never heard of it. He's Son. thirty-five. Pigskin. I don't care. You, I, I, <laughs> here's the thing: it's a great soundtrack. It's got a great bunch of great old uh, '60s Mo- music, Motown, Motown stuff. Oh, okay. CCR. Oh. You'd love the soundtrack right, alone. Isn't a, the, they did another big chill soundtrack after the original soundtrack? Also There's so good. many good songs. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it's like wait, a giant wait, music yeah. video. The whole movie. It is. Wait. Why are you assuming I would like the Motown soundtrack? Um, because it's great music. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Black, white, or candy stripe. I don't care what you're... I tried, like, to, I tried to get you there. Yeah, everybody likes that He music. likes it, and he's about as white as uh, Edgar Winter. So, I, I'm, yeah. I'm learning a lot about Justin, man. He's a... He, you're an interesting individual. I think you're an interesting in, in, individual. In a good way. Same. In a good way. Yeah, I think there are many layers to you. He's yeah. a riddle inside a mystery wrapped in an enigma. I like that. That's what he is. Okay. I was, I was thinking up. of all the movies my dad took me to as a kid. I was just like randomly... He made me go to out of Africa. No business being there. Yeah. I remember going to the color purple as a kid, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, what is no. going on as here? As a kid? No. Yes. That's I'm like intense. a little kid. Dude, yeah. I'm telling you. That's intense. Danny Glover was rough and <laughs> Terrible. Man, terrible. Bad man. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I have a personal policy. Like, you should not take seven-year-olds to movies with rape scenes. That's just a deal, but mm. that's just me. Um, let's see what else is in there. What about, like, 13-year-olds to uncut gems? Yeah, I screwed up on that one. <laughs> Sorry, Maddox. <laughs> you took yours. I didn't know every other word was going to be an F-bomb. Yeah, that's good. Christian, thanks a lot. See, Christian's like an olive. He doesn't forget anything. Did, did they kind of give you a heads up on Wolf of Wall Street, what was coming? Because um, oh if you goodness. went to go watch that with somebody, oh they, I yeah. mean, scene one, right? Right out the gate. You're yeah. like, whoa. You ever been on a date? See, this is what our week has been. We just get on these random yeah, things. This is fun because I like this because DJ <laughs> yeah. goes down weird paths. Yeah. The other day he brought up, who in your office would you, if you had to win a fight, who's the easiest target in your office to beat up? And he had picked out, like, the oldest dude at his office. He's okay. a legend. They named the studio after him. He's like, yeah, I'd take him out. If money was on the line and yeah. I had to make sure it was a win, easy, easy. Anyway, uh, have you ever been in a movie on a date or in any situation where you're just, like, so uncomfortable, you're like, I, I don't know about this situation. Like, I remember as a kid, too, I'll tell you another terrible movie my dad took me to. Yeah. Was, uh, was uh, The River's Edge. Okay. It is such a terrible movie. It's about this woman... Young, she's a girl, and she's dead by the river, and like that's the whole movie's built around that. It's got. Uh, They're trying to figure out who killed her. Yeah, it's but got it's, Keanu Reeves, and I think Crispin but they just left Glover. her body out. Crispin Glover. And, they just uh, left her body out there the whole time, so it's like they go back ooh. and you see this naked Dennis girl. You know, at least the whole throw time. a sheet over her or something. Yeah, <laughs> as a twelve-year-old kid, I'm like, you know, I'm like, hey, boobs, you know. But like, you know, it's, it was. Ter- and I'm with my dad and stepmom, and my sister it was terrible. There was one time I was uh, with some a, a friend and my friend's mom. Uh, we were oh, yeah. in New York, and we ended up leaving at intermission. Uh, I have a good sense of humor, and I can probably put stuff where it belongs. Uh, but my friend's mom, super conservative. You know, we're all Christians, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But we go see the Book of Mormon uh, on Broadway. Oh. oh my goodness! And it's uh, I've seen it. Yeah, pretty intense, there, there, right? A couple of songs that yeah. are a bit uh, over the top. It, 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 yes. it, the, the, the last song before intermission, uh, and it was kind of catchy. Everybody's kind of getting into it. Then they say what it means in their language, and mm-hmm. we're like. Whoa! Yeah. And uh, so, can you say it where it's radio appropriate? I no. don't think so. No, no, I really don't think it, so. It, it's a bit uh, not just irreverent; it's a bit blasphemous. So, so, yes. You can tell me in the break. Yeah. The other, the other movie I was thinking about. I was in college, and I had I took a girl on a date to go see Very Bad Things. Have you ever seen that movie? I haven't. It's a great cast. Yeah. But it starts out one of the scenes early on. Spoiler alert, pigskin. I like to throw those out there, unlike you. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a long story. Uh, <laughs> Not really a long story, but he ruined a movie for me one day in, in Sunday school. He's never forgotten it. Yeah, no. it was. Did you ever see the movie? Uh, what's it called again? Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, yeah. I forgot it. I blocked out. Hillary Swank. Yeah. yeah, he ruins the movie. He tells us the ending of the movie two days it later. It came out Friday. <laughs> he tells us Sunday in church. <laughs> yeah. But I can't scream. Oh, it. I no. can't cuss him in Bible like, class. Come on, man! I was gonna go see that. I'm like, well, I mean, it's still a good movie. Anyway, but he awesome dies. Movie, yeah. So one yeah. of the early scenes in Very Bad Things, uh, Jeremy Piven is having relations with a prostitute. And they're going at it in the bathroom, and he slams her head against the towel rack, and she basically gets impaled on the towel rack and dies and is just hanging there. And I'm on a date with this girl, and we're both like, oh, God. And it gets worse from there. Worse than that? Oh, they're killing people. They're cutting up parts. They're throwing them in the desert. Who picked the movie? It was you. I did. I was like, John Favreau, (laughs) Jeremy Piven. Yeah. What could go wrong? This has got to be great, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, Mm -hmm. not great.
Really a bad date movie. Yeah. Fair enough. The Big the- Chill, good movie to watch okay. with your lady. You okay. guys would both like it. The Big it. Chill. Very good. Fair enough. Very mm-hmm. good. It, it's aged pretty well. It, isn't it the whole movie, the plot, is basically them getting together because Kevin Costner committed suicide? Yeah, they're, they're all, they're all old friends. And they're hanging out over the weekend, and you're realizing these people that you used to be close with, some of them you're still friends with, and some of them you just knew each other in a brief moment in time. Okay. And they're a bunch of University of Michigan graduates, which means they're elitist, pretentious, arrogant twits. Okay. What he meant to say was really intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. And then Jeff Goldblum makes a statement. They're watching the Michigan-Michigan State game. He said, ugliest helmets in the world. I'm like, For no who? Michigan fan has ever said that. No. I like None. Michigan Maybe he was talking about the Spartans. He wasn't. He wasn't. And then they, were, they threw an interception that Bo's flying up a quarterback from Texas, which was funny. So, uh, yeah. But you'd like it. It's a good movie. There, right. there is a scene in there. And, again, I'm too young to be watching this movie, DJ. There's a scene in there where one of the friends who is single wants to have a baby. And she makes arrangements with one of the couples. Mm-hmm. I think it's the couple they're staying with, Kevin okay. Klein, to basically get it on. Not, not him donate his... Mm-hmm. Sperm. He wants to do it. No, she does. She he, wants to do they're it. They're like, let's just the go knock, way. Yeah, let's just go yes. knock it out. So they go yeah. in a room one night, and I'm like, I thought adults like did this kind of thing. I'm a kid. I'm like, do people do this? <laughs> people are like, hey, Is you know, normal? Like, you'd be a great baby maker. <laughs> let's go. And, and the wife would be like, you know what? You're right. Go ahead, borrow them. You can borrow them. Wow. Him. It was so weird. No. So you had a bit of a skewed idea of how children Frank come made bad choice. <laughs> I didn't need to be in these movies. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. Um, okay, so I will tell you the funny thing about Groundhog Day, the movie, too, just to bring it all back around. Oh, and, and also, I have another sidebar, too, to that. <laughs> Every time it's on, I'll watch it. And I've seen it a hundred times since you're done. Groundhog and I hate Day? Redem- yes, I love yeah, it. That's I one don't of care those what- movies. Yeah. There's about five movies. Every time it comes on, I'll probably watch it. We were talking about Uncomfortable. We were. <laughs> it was hilarious. We were watching. I'd seen Bull Durham a hundred times. Back to Kevin Costner for a minute. And we're watching it on HBO or something when we were in high school. And we're sitting downstairs in my buddy's basement. Well, his mom just, like, wanders in okay. and, like, plops down. She's like, oh, I like this movie. And he gets to the part where he starts talking about a, a woman's private area. Okay. And about, uh, yeah, uncomfortable. The, the Bermuda Triangle scene. Yes. And we're all, like, we're all sitting on pins and needles. <laughs> and mom's right there next to you. And she just starts dying laughing. She had never seen it before. So no she way. just loved, she said, she, or she didn't remember because she hadn't seen it in a while. Okay. Dying laughing. And we're like, oh, my gosh. That, that so, broke so the ice she's, she's a little bit. She's the cool yeah, mom. Yeah. yeah. yeah cool yeah. mom. She all never right. came downstairs, thank God, we were watching Skinamax later. <laughs> I night. believe in a fastball. <laughs> in our, in a <laughs> yes. Congressional amendment to outlaw a designated hitter in artificial turf. No doubt. scotch. Yeah, yeah. All he the believed things. in a lot of things. He did. Oh, my. All right. We got we got stuff going on. Quinn Stern, Bob, in the hour. Thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai. We'll talk to him about the Super Bowl. I got a lot of prop bets here I want to share with you guys. Get your thoughts on them. Some will be offered at Oakland. Some won't. Speaking of Oakland, Nancy Holtus roaming around there today because they're back to live racing today. The Bayacoa is the feature today. And then we've got a great slate of races, not only at Oakland, four features tomorrow, or four uh, stakes races, I should say, tomorrow. The feature, obviously, is the Southwest. But the Martha Washington for the Phillies, the three-year-old Phillies tomorrow as well. And you got two other great stakes races. You have three other national prep races this weekend from coast to coast. you got the Withers out at Aqueduct all the way to the Robert B. Lewis at Santa Anita. And you got one at Gulfstream as well down in Florida. So it's a huge weekend for racing and a great weekend to be at Oakland. We're actually doing Oakland race day live tomorrow on the stream because it's going to be broadcast on 106.7 but we'll be on youtube and facebook and twitter so if you want to get pics from david and pics not this david but david longinati and jeff money taylor we're also going to have uh, steve aspison on with us who is the all-time leading trainer in north america so we're going to so visit i was listening to the oakland show yesterday morning at 5 30 yes sir but i fell back asleep and i missed your lock <clears throat> of the week what was it Tom Murphy will join us at 11.10 today. I keep missing. I'm on a terrible streak. I oh, picked no. Kentucky. I thought I thought maybe Florida, they're on their little streak. They got blown out at Tennessee. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe they'll get smoked at, at uh, Kentucky. It's two of the higher scoring teams. I'm like, maybe Florida will have an off night. Bad pick. The mm. SEC and, and college basketball in general is weird this year. There are tons of upsets. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, you saw Nebraska took down Wisconsin last night. Yes, in a huge comeback. Fred is doing some coaching. He's doing a good job. He really is. I I, I always thought the guy could coach. Hoiberg's my guy, da- uh, David. David. I you David. <laughs> you can call me my, my mom calls me. Uh, That's it. <laughs> only if you're dr- You get in this house right now. <laughs> no, but uh, Fred and I were in school together. Fred Hoiberg, the coach at Nebraska. The mayor. Yeah, we were. he was a year ahead of me. Okay. He's a cool dude. So I've yeah. always rooted for him. He really is. I wish he would have never left Iowa State. I wish he were coaching at Michigan. I wish Juwan would go back to the NBA. That would be weird if he went to Iowa State to Michigan versus Johnny Orgon from Michigan to Iowa State. We need that because Iowa State's been stealing cool dudes from Michigan forever. They do love Flynn. <laughs> they do. Anyway, Tom Murphy's going to join us. I missed another lock of the week. I missed like four in a row. It's okay. been terrible. I'm not trying to rub it in. No, it's okay.
Hey, listen, it is what it is. Miss, um, uh, I told you about this earlier. I'm trying to make space for potentially uh, Miss Arkansas, maybe come in a little bit. She's trying to figure out a good time around that eleven thirty spot. Yeah, tell her to come in whenever yeah, it's convenient. Yeah. For her. It's it's rare. Wear red for Women Day. Uh, American Heart Association. Uh, I got a red cup. We all, yeah, we got a red cup. We'll figure something out. You know what I mean? But she may come in and talk about that. You know, uh, the night she won Miss Arkansas, her dad was in the hospital. Uh, with an emergency open heart surgery, so she's very, uh, very well aware of a lot of conditions involving the heart. So she's partnered with the Heart Association for this. So she'll come on and talk a little bit with this as well. That'd be great. And she said she's uh, she's very knowledgeable about Oakland too. So maybe she can help you out. Oh, good. Maybe she can give me some picks for today. Yeah, maybe. I've been sucking at sports picks. Maybe we can get some horses right. <laughs> maybe that'd be cool. But I'm looking forward to talking to Nancy. Uh, she is brought to you by a place down in Bryant, which I've been yet. Picks can just right up your alley though. It's called Crave Barbecue. Mm. They're about barbecue. And hot dogs. Oh, that's two of my favorite things. Buddy, yeah. no doubt. So right up your alley. And then we've also got uh, our buddy Philip Martin coming in in the final hour. There are a couple of things going on in entertainment. And I don't know about this particular weekend, but I saw a story about Beetlejuice. We were talking about on the morning show. They're, they got the new version of it coming out later this year. And I need to check the full cast. But you said the young lady from Wednesday's in. Yeah, Jenna Wednesday. Ortega. She's blowing up. Um, mm-hmm. She's been all over the place. Uh, she did a phenomenal job in Wednesday. I think maybe got nom or got nominated for an Emmy for that one. So uh, she's a she's very I would say hot trendy topic right now as far as actresses are concerned. So, but perfect cast with the Tim Burton film. I think uh, she'll be perfect for it. And Michael Keaton, you said coming back for that one. I said that, but I then You're I was wrong? like, I, I, no, I was like, I better double check it. Yeah, it's uh, the film is a sequel to Beetlejuice. And stars Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, Catherine O'Hara, Jenna Ortega, Monica Bellucci. Where's she been? Oh my goodness! And Willem great. Dafoe. Willem, you mm-hmm. got Jesus. Yeah, yeah no he doubt. Played, he played Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what? and Monica Bellucci was in Passion of the Christ too. As she was the was mom. She Mary Magdalene or she, mom? I think she was uh, Mother Mary. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, she was great. I got to be honest. I, I think about her irreverently on occasion. She's unbelievable. She's very attractive. She really I mean, she's a good actress. Like better, <laughs> Last Temptation of Christ or Passion of the Christ? Um, passion. I didn't see Last Temptation of the Christ. The Last Temptation is that Nikos Kazantzakis novel. It's a little bit aberrant, you know, like Jesus was doing this. He, well, he's yeah, got I mean, Jesus doing a yeah. bunch of stuff that Jesus didn't do. Like, okay. Like getting married and, you know, having kids and, you mm. know, l- lusting after dreaming? women. I thought Tarantino yeah. took some took some liberties. Uh, yeah. Well, Scorsese got in trouble with it. The Christians went nuts and they boycotted He's it. another Jesus movie, by Which the way. any time that anybody, this just in, people, anytime you boycott something, you give them a hundred times the publicity. Yep. They other, if you want to not pay attention to it, just ignore it. I don't. I don't yeah. fear opposing thoughts. I watch Bill Maher freely, and I don't agree with a lot of things he he says all but the time. Yes, that's right. Yeah, you shouldn't be afraid. No, but to me, it's. I don't mind ingesting it. It's not like you're going to adopt it. The truth has nothing to fear from honest inquiry. So I read everything. I listen to everything. I just said that. You just made that up? No, somebody did. But I don't know who it was. <laughs> that's what I was asking for somebody the... smarter than I. So uh, yes. Question of the days? Yes, please. I'm going to recap. Uh, Question Wednesday of the days two. or questions of the day? Questions of the day. I didn't know you were going to give us one for tomorrow. I'm recapping. <laughs> that's fair, actually. That's genius. Um, I'm recapping from Wednesday as well because we never got to it yesterday. Who is the who has the worst opening song? The Zone or Out of Bounds? The Zone won at 54. percent It was pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> Um, hey, again, I don't fear information. <laughs> What's that word you just said? Yeah. <laughs> that phrase? Yeah. Listen, I've admired this over the years, DJ, because people have griped about this left the and song? right. The song? And Justin's like, look, this is the song. If you don't like it, you can shut it. And I'm like, that, I, that's, a, that's a decent take. You it's know like, what? it's my show, this is the song, and that's the way it is. I don't think it's the song that's the bad part. I really don't. I think it's just how long the song plays. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's well, that's if he's running off to the bathroom or getting <laughs> I, I, more information I, I, off the computer. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, he's been uh, here yeah, a week. Yeah. But I, I, now that I'm here and I'm behind <laughs> the scenes, I know now why the song plays. So it makes sense. But yeah. Yeah. If you quit talking to me while we're trying to open the mics, <laughs> it'd be fine. But we have so, great conversations. We had a Q and A one time with Wes, and he was asking Wes specific things the song mentions. Wes didn't know any of. Them. No, the percentages. No? You know, yeah, like the in the percentages. song. You know the song, right? Oh yeah, I okay. told you I listened to it while okay. training yeah. to try to make it to the race back. Okay, do you want do you want to try to uh, do the percentages? Wes could not get any of them right. <laughs> Is it twenty <laughs> percent luck? No. Thirty percent pain. Twenty <laughs> percent concentrated power 5%, of will. Five percent pleasure. Is 50% that right? Pain. Yeah. 
Yeah. And a hundred percent reason to remember the name. It's, Does it all add up to hundred? No, it's two hundred percent. That's the weird oh, thing. Is that what it is? So in being on four days, <laughs> he already knows more song. than West did about the song. So he knows job. more than West did before he got here too. But that's not the point. Uh, anyway, <laughs> West is doing a great job in his new role. If you haven't listened to the new Out of Bounds, you definitely should. I've enjoyed him and Joe together. Absolutely. A couple of uh, sports nerds nerding out. I mean, my gosh, they could be like they have like sports lightsabers and they're oh, back yeah. in a back room back just and forth, going huh? at it. I'm just not sure it's going to be possible for those two to ever fight. About anything, I know. Well, I take it back. Uh, that's not true. Wes is very. Um, he's very. He, he has to get in the right frame of mind. He'll come in and one day where he's tired. Or he can poke. He can poke people. I mean, he poked me a few times. Well, I fought with both of them. That's but true. I fight he, with everybody. That's a good point. Yeah. He can be very staunch in his beliefs of things. Yeah, he's and very he, stubborn. Well, he ha- he is, and Joe is pretty good at diffusing, but Wes does say some things that are really. I don't want to use the D word, but they're a little bit hard to hard yeah. to get on board with. Fair enough. You say it that way. Yeah. He was never quite as logical as you. That I, was most of I the I think issue. that's fair. He was more emotional he's than a, you. He's not as hyperbolic as I am well, usually either, but sometimes he is. Well, Wes, you're not as hyperbolic as I am. So, that is I also mean, true. You know, yeah. Wes is emotional? More he, than you might imagine. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wouldn't say emotional, but I'd say he's real hard-headed. He doesn't okay. like get wound up, but he gets real hard headed. Okay. But I'm a hard head too, and so is Pigskin, so we all relate. For instance, I asked him the question. This was a I wasn't trolling. This was a legitimate question. Yeah. Before the year. I said, Are the Cowboys gonna win a Super Bowl in Jerry Jones' lifetime? Oh, absolutely. Justin said, They won't win one in your lifetime. And I'm like, okay. That's the truth. And but he thinks that he he's a fanboy. Mm. He's a he's a dressed up, mm-hmm. concealed fanboy. He does he doesn't he's unaware of his biasness Bing, to bingo. Okay. Right. Yeah, so. but I think that one's that one's such an opinion and it's such a willy nilly thing. But there are other things that are a little more concrete. I think that are harder for me to accept. Like I had to sort of beat him over the head with his Razorback basketball team early on. He's like, well, it's just the same old thing as every year. I'm like, no, you don't. No, see, it isn't. I like, guess different. This is yeah. a different kind of thing. Like you could see it early Wait, on. Wait, he's saying same old thing. Like you know, they're kind of mediocre. They're going to go to the tournament and make be it great. The They'll figure it out. I think we saw that way earlier. And again, that wasn't the case. He right? didn't say this recently. He said this like we were like three weeks in. I'm like, dude, this team. When everyone was saying it, essentially. Well, early well pe- before people were saying yeah, it. But okay. Justin was saying about two months ago, there's something wrong here. Oh, he was. Okay. He so was one of the it. first ones. He I, was. I will give myself credit for that. But for everything I get right, there's 12 things I get wrong. <laughs> no, so you're right about that. I yeah. think it was during football season. We were talking about uh, is this team going to make a bowl game or something? And we we ended up on percentages, and we were like, we're not going. We're like eighty percent sure this team's not going to make it, or something. And then Wes was arguing, "Is like that's not what I said. That's not what I said about uh, percentages." Do you remember that? I do remember it. Yeah, it was it was very semantical the, the debate. <laughs> so sometimes we get caught up in that. But I mean, I'll argue something till the end till yeah. the end of time. You know me. I sat in with Joe a couple of weeks ago, and Bradley actually showed up. He was in town, and we were asking him about the Ole Miss loss, and he just looked at both of us, and I was kind of taken aback by this. He said. They're just better than Arkansas. Mm. They're better. I mean, Bradley's the quintessential company man. He doesn't usually say stuff yeah. like Pigskin, that. Pigskin, a few weeks ago, I said to him, I said, Pat, do you see, because Wes was still debating. This is early. And Wes was still saying, like, no, they'll figure it out. They'll turn it around. I've seen it before. And again, I don't mean to just, like, beat up on Wes, because he could sit and sure. he could spend three hours on his show talking about all the stupid stuff I yeah. said. But Pat, I said, Pat, are you with Wes on this or are you with me on this? And he agreed with me, and I was shocked. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Then he texted me right after the show and goes, I'm, I, I changed my mind. I think they're actually going to turn around. <laughs> I was like, um, he's afraid to offend anybody in Fayetteville. And the problem is when you're doing the SEC, like he also protects all the SEC teams. So he when does. you got an SEC against an SEC, it's hard to yep. – anyway. Uh, our question of the day yesterday was, does Arkansas basketball's win versus Missouri last night change your outlook for this team? No, with seventy-seven percent is the winner wow. there. That's good. That's see, that's logical listenership. It is. And then our question today, today, because of a video that Missouri posted, which I I commented in the comments. You can watch that video. Um, do you care about the battle line rivalry? Eighty-five percent of voters say no. I can't tell you how many other games I care more about. But if I just go through the list, here's the games coming up for Arkansas. Do I care about them beating UAPB more than Missouri? Yeah, I guess it's because they can't afford to lose those right. games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma State, at Oklahoma State, would be a better win, yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. I'd rather win that, I think. UAB. Okay, so let's get to like the real games. Would you rather beat Auburn at Auburn or beat Missouri? I, I, I'm, I'm going to say you're going to take whatever other team besides Missouri. I don't think we care about Missouri. I would say a good comparison, uh, especially in football, um, they 
kind of how we hate Texas and we hate LSU. They could Texas and LSU could care less about Arkansas. Um, and I would compare that to how Missouri feels about us. We could care less about Missouri, but they just want to beat us so bad. They I don't do. understand why. Um, I think they just need something like that, I guess. But, yeah. They I, don't have a rival. They don't have anything. They left yeah. the Big 12. Yeah. It was Kansas. Yeah, we they don't, hated we don't want Kansas. You know, we don't want Kansas them. is no more. So they have to have some rivalry. Yeah. And that's Arkansas is like the de facto rival. They yeah. saw our name, and they are like, that's kind of similar to Kansas. <laughs> we'll just dislike Well, them. and yeah. then when everybody in Arkansas says, we don't really care about Missouri because we're better, that kind of stokes the fire. I had not heard about this, but apparently DJ saw it, you saw it. This was on Twitter. These are Missouri players on Twitter talking about the Arkansas game, the rivalry. It's like a video that Missouri football put out. Uh, They were receiving the battle line rivalry, and they were saying, like, hey, we've won this five years in a row. (laughs) No, not only are we here to support Mizzou Hoops, you know, they support us, so we got to support them. But we also getting a a timeout break to get the Arkansas Trophy. So, I mean, it'll be a good experience for everybody. Feels good. Battle line trophy. What is this, like five, six years in a row? So, they get this trophy, and all they're doing is just talking about, we're getting this, and we're just dominating Arkansas, and... I just, we don't care. You know, should we care? Probably. We probably you know? should. If you ever want to start should. winning, you better start yeah, caring. We should care. I think about Missouri like La Tech. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not that cool if you beat them, but yeah. if you lose them, it sucks. That's, yeah. That's a no-win no situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Clint Sterner's coming up in a minute. And I will say, I like how the one dude's like, the Arkansas Trophy. I'm like... <laughs> Okay. Okay. I They're mean, admitting it's ours. I yeah. would have referenced Basil if I'd have been that guy. <laughs> yeah, that would have been, no, been cool. I mean, I don't think those guys realize that A, we don't care, and B, who David Basil is. Those are the two <laughs> things they definitely don't know at Missouri. JW, real quick, we got Clint Sterner coming up. What's going on? Hey, man, I took a few arrows from uh, Wes myself, especially during, you're talking about football season, he was talking about uh, Dan Enos, his Enos. His, his offense took a little slow to get going, hmm. and it's like seven games in. I'm like, this offense ain't going nowhere. It was, it was hilarious. All right. But, hey, uh, it's beat the hell out of West Day. Everybody come on and get you some. <laughs> hey, but uh, you know what? Uh, it, it, I love the guy. He, uh, uh, he, he's part of it, man. I do too. He's yeah. part of it. I love it. He's got thick skin. Hey, uh, he never hit me either, which is amazing, so good for him. Uh, I got two things for you. I'm gonna, I'll make it real quick. Can we stop using the word commitment? And just either use signee or non-signee. Because we're making a big deal about all these... Well, I guess we lost somebody yesterday. And we make a big deal about them committing. And I think if we stop showing these kids... I know... I, I don't know how this is going to work. And and I wanted to bring up the contract issue with the NIL money. Do you think we could get to the place where we could have some control with the coaches since nobody else wants to step in and say, Hey, look... Um, Say you give a kid two hundred thousand dollars, and he wants to come here and play, but he wants to, you know, uh, put us out and go somewhere else, and he wants to transfer. Yeah. And then can can he go uh, and, and like say if he wants to go to Alabama, Alabama's got to pay the remaining money of that nil num- money, so we're not out of that. Mm. So we're not out of that. Time. You understand what I'm saying? Kind of buying the contract. And yeah. It, I don't know if that would work. But no. It's just an idea. Mm. I, JW, I got to run. I appreciate the call. Yeah, it's a wild, wild west out there. I don't think there is any right answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Clint Sterner is going to join us in a minute. I don't know what he wants to get into. Hopefully, Pro Bowl activities because that's real fun. You see the dodgeball yesterday? I, I saw the Ke- Jason Kelsey trying to deep snap. That was good. It was entertaining. Well, he made bad. One. Well, it, was, made, it was entertaining. He made one at the end. Yeah, it was entertaining. That's a lot harder, I think, than people realize. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone, presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club, an all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club, online at lrac.com. This is Sports Center. One result to get to from the top ten in men's college basketball last night as unranked Nebraska takes down number six Wisconsin in overtime, 80-72. to Setting up a big weekend this weekend, there are four matchups inside the top ten in men's college basketball. It all begins on Saturday at 3 o'clock when Houston, who's ranked number four, takes on the number eight Kansas Jayhawks in Allen Fieldhouse. Also big rivalry as number seven Duke takes on number three North Carolina. Number five Tennessee travels to Rupp Arena to take on the number ten Kentucky. 
Kentucky Wildcats. And then on Sunday, Wisconsin once again ranked number six, host number two, Purdue, at noon. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. 103.7 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, R-Care, and Parker Cadillac. The king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater for Bet Saracen. In Arkansas, 7 out of every $10 placed on a sporting bet app is with Bet Saracen because Bet Saracen offers more ways to win and more ways to get paid and faster. Find your winners on Bet Saracen and look for my double R prop bet specials. I pick them and you win them. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app. Gambling problem? Call 800 522 4700. Johnston's Home Center in Benton is your one stop shop for appliances, bedding, lawn care, and sewing. That's right. Johnston's, your hometown shop for sewing and embroidery machines, supplies, fabrics, and more. For your outdoor needs, check out their steel chainsaws, leaf blowers, riding mowers, and a wide selection of lawn and garden equipment for the green thumb in your family. Johnston's Home Center, 1421 Military Road in Benton, or on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a, a midday sports talk show host in Little Rock, Arkansas. We are living the dream every day here on the zone. Now, let's see what the fellas are up to. I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care. If you can't find him, try Nancy, and we'll try to get him later. We're going to run down to Oakland and try to get with Nancy Holtis and visit with her about the card today and through the weekend. It's a huge, huge weekend. Of course, weather forced the movement of a few of these major races, including the Southwest Stakes, which is being run this weekend, with the Martha Washington, which is the uh, partner Philly race for three-year-olds. So we're going to talk to Nancy about that in a shake or two. Hopefully she's available. It's probably better for her anyway. And uh, Clint, even though he does 10.30 on Mondays, 10.30 on Fridays, yeah. every week, he goes, he goes rogue yeah. almost once every other week at least. You know, yeah. out of the four days and two weeks, mm-hmm. one of those days he's not going to show up or be available. And then we'll text me, oh, man, oh, oh fellas, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, Nancy's always ready. Appreciate her. Even when, It's not even her time yet, but she's ready to roll. Handicapping with Oakland's Nancy Holtis is presented by Crave Barbecue and Specialty Dogs, the new sports mecca in Saline County. Crave carries sporting events, axe throwing, and 30 beers and mixed drinks on their beer wall. Plus, get lunch for under 10 bucks. Crave Barbecue and Specialty Dogs in Bryant. All right, let's bring her in. Nancy, welcome back. It's been so long since you've been on. we got a whole different co-host now. But in the words of the great Lizzo, it's about damn time. Ooh. You ain't never lied. I like it. Hey, Nancy, I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me back, guys. DJ Williams has uh, the new 
um, brains of the show, no. along with the wizard. Right. Yeah, so I love it. Yeah, make sure you catch Wes at one o'clock. Though he's still doing radio with Joe Franklin, so you get to hear him a little bit. Um, listen, I want to talk to you about uh, today and this weekend, Nancy. First of all, it's great to have you back. Thanks to Crave Barbecue. Uh, I'm going to check it out. I didn't even realize I had axe throwing. I didn't realize I had 30 beers on tap. That so sounds we, amazing. Yeah, we're going to Brian soon. <laughs> Is that it? Anyway, but um, I'll meet y'all there. Okay, yeah. sounds good. It's definitely up your alley. Definitely up your alley. <laughs> Good place to lose a flip flop, Nancy. That's for sure. <laughs> so, let's talk about uh, let's talk about this weekend. I mean, it you know it's good news, bad news, right? Like the bad news was you had to move some stuff around because of the weather. The good news is you get this ridiculously fantastic weekend because of it. We do get an amazing weekend because of it. Um, it does look like we are going to get a decent amount of rain tomorrow. That's the only downside. But, hey, it's not freezing rain, so we will take it. No doubt. Um, I do want to let everybody know that because we are going to have a phenomenal 12-race card, our doors are going to open earlier at 1030, and we're having a first post at 1130. So make plans to come out and uh, get situated, as I like to say. We will get situated with you. That's good. I will be there on 10. I'm doing Oakland Race Day Live, so come by and give us a high five. We're going to be talking to the all-time North American leading trainer. And, Nancy, I'm going to ask you this so I don't have to ask him. I've had him on the show before. We talked about him a million times. But I think you say Asmussen, and a lot of people make it sound like a more like an M-Y-U, like an Asmussen or like Mucinex. Do you know the <laughs> official exact way to pronounce his name? You know what's very funny? I have asked him that myself because I always said Asmussen, and then there was a former announcer here a couple back that said Asmussen. I approached Steve one day. I said, would you please tell me how to pronounce your name? He says, you know what? As long as they spell it right on the check, I don't care how you say it. Okay. I wonder when he introduces himself <laughs> what he says, though. So that's that's the way I, I want to do it. I think he says Asmussen. Okay. All right. We'll go yeah. with that. All right, well, let's talk about it. We got uh, the feature today is the Bayacoa. It's a grade three. And just, you know, the tip of the iceberg, I guess, when it comes to the amount of money, you got an $800,000 race with the Southwest. And we were talking about the ladies and making sure that we mentioned the Martha Washington, but the Bayacoa also for older yeah. fillies and mares. And, and aren't those the best? Nancy, as we always say, older horses are beautiful runners. They are, and as an older woman, I'm going to agree with that statement. So. I didn't say it. But, I wouldn't say yeah, it. I don't even think phenom- it. <laughs> That's okay. I forgive you. Uh, it's, it's a really good field today for this $250,000 event, that grade three. This is kind of the, the a step towards the Azari. Eventually, uh, I, I do expect to see several of these runners in the apple blossom you know, hot and sultry from the Norm Cassie barn is coming off a, a bit of a freshening, 76 days to be exact, but has so much impressive speed. So if Ricardo Santana can get out in a good position early, certainly looks to be the one to catch. Could maybe be vying on the front end with Shotgun Hottie, who ships in coming off a 195-day layoff and a win in a grade three at Monmouth. Uh, but just the fact that Hot and Sultry ran a big, big race, you know, coming off of a similar freshening last out, I think really does give this runner an edge. But I'm going to give the edge to that Cherie DeVoe horse coming off the almost 200-day layoff. His one off a similar layoff. Only has one start at Oakland, but it was a winning one. So uh, Cherie DeVoe gets our leading rider in Christian Torres. And uh, it's going to be a, a phenomenal event for today's feature. I also have a soft spot for the 12-to-1 shot in the five-hole, Nancy, a horse that is named after a fat male boxer in Butterbean. I so. love him. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. I absolutely uh, loved Butterbean during his uh, during his reign as a, as a ultra-heavyweight boxer. Yes. Uh, yeah, Butterbean's coming off a, a pretty good third to two, uh, finishing behind two horses that actually return in today's Bayacoa. Uh, Julian Leperu back in the irons, returning off that 27-day uh, freshening. So, yeah, with all the pace on the front end, could certainly be set up for her closing style. Yeah, finishing behind Misty Vale, and actually a couple of times, Misty Vale won that race you were just talking about and finished second in the race before when they uh, were together. So, um, that's another one to maybe keep an eye on at eight to one. Pretty good uh, meat on the bone there. Speaking of, we'll get to a long shot in a second. What's your best bet today at Oakland? You know what, my my. Do you want money or the most likely to to hit the uh, to hit the winner's circle? I think I got both. 
Well, I mean, however you want to do it. We need to settle on one or the other, though, I think, just for the remainder of the season. So what do you prefer? Oh, I'm going to go with my long shot play of the day. Okay, let's go with that. How about that? Yep. I'm looking to make some coin in uh, race seven. Not a big fan of the 12 post for the 12 beer chaser, but my brother from another mother, Rocco Bowen, in the irons for Kim Poole, ran a really good sixth last out, only beaten three and a half lengths with sprinting, stretches back out where this six-year-old is very effective, uh, takes that needed drop-in class. Sometimes Kim Pool runners need a start or two to really get their Oakland legs underneath them. So with that drop-in class and Rocco Bowen aboard, race seven, number 12, Beer Chaser. All right, and then, so best bet, Nancy, you're, or, or are we going to do most likely? Let's do most likely winner then. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. Race number 10, uh, the 12, the ride of a lifetime. Cutting from the barn of Jonas Gibson, Flurry Racing. State and Flurry, a hot mm-hmm. springs native, is our current leading owner and sends in this horse two to one on the morning line. Might go down, actually, a little bit as they get closer to post. Uh, this horse wearing a very good six length gate to wire score is one of the last two by a combined 16 lengths. So, yeah, Flurry Racing is really putting these horses in where they are ultra-competitive. So I see Staten getting his picture made in the 10th and final with the number 12, the ride of a lifetime. Okay, we got to hit the break, Nancy. But real quick, uh, thoughts on the Southwest, the way the, the group came together? Any any feel for this one? Yeah, you know what? Again, four races on tomorrow's, four stakes races on tomorrow's card, including that Great three Southwest, the, uh, the next step towards the Rebel, then Arkansas Derby. Uh, there's a horse that I'm actually going to play. It's a price. It's the number six liberal arts. Eight to one on the morning line. Gets our leading rider, Christian Torres, from the barn of Robbie Medina. Robbie Medina, a longtime assistant for a man legendary in horse racing, Hall of Famer, Should McGahee, uh, comes off a win in the grade three street sense in late October. And after that win, they kind of gave him a month off, got him time to freshen up, and pointed specifically the southwest so i'm gonna look for an upset in the southwest i like an upset especially when it means more money so that's a good deal <laughs> all right well nancy look i'll uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow we'll high five and uh we'll look for mr s Musen with us tomorrow there you go come well. see me because i might have a little present for you a little something something <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh then i and will it's do not it a flip-flop. it's not a flip-flop that's good and you know that one was recovered anyway uh, DJ, I'll tell you the story at another time. Yeah. Uh, Nancy, thank you. See you tomorrow, and we'll talk thank to you next you week. Guys. Yes, and thanks. All right, good luck. Take care. Bye-bye. Same to you. Thanks to Crave Barbecue as well for bringing us Nancy Holtus. Phenomenal. Absolutely fantastic. Headed out to Guatney today to go check in with James and meet our employee of the month today, and we will be sharing that on our social media uh, a little bit later on. I guess it'll be first the next week, probably before Chuck gets around to knocking that out. But you don't have to wait until next week to get yourself a deal on a vehicle. All you need to do is take the trip to Jacksonville. 2024 Chevy Equinox, absolutely. You can get a brand new one for around $23,000. And you can get a new Silverado for under forty eight grand with a qualifying trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see them. It's the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, big, small, or in between. And if you think, oh, you know what, we're all the way through winter, the stupid groundhog said so. By the way, he did. I don't know if he did or didn't see his shadow. I don't know what the rules are on that. But we uh, got spring coming real he soon. He didn't see it. He didn't see it. Correct. So that means spring's coming sooner? Yes. Okay, good. Doesn't it matter if it's cloudy or not cloudy on the day that he's... Who hey, knows? The whole thing is so dumb. <laughs> anyway, but it's fun for for uh, Punxsutawney, I guess. Anyway, uh, what's what's even dumber, though, is not going to Guadney to get a vehicle. So go visit our friends out there. We'll be over there today, and they have a great selection across the board, seriously, small or large. And if you uh, are thinking about, well, gee, I won't need a four-wheel drive ever, those all-wheel drive vehicles are fantastic, and it's just there when you need it. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, it's a good thing to take advantage of, and they've got some deals there, and they're always going to take care of you on your trade. 1049, back in a sec. And I have discovered... Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy.
There are trucks, and then there is the truck. GMC's tough and rugged Sierra Denali heavy-duty pickup. And just for playing at Saracen Casino Resort during February, you could win one from Smart GMC. Winning is as easy as simply playing your favorite Saracen games. Play for your chance to be driving home a GMC Denali HD pickup this month. It's not just any truck, and Saracen Casino is not just any casino. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800 foxy 247 This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. To remind us that we're all in this together, listen to the words of German clergyman Martin Niemuller. When Hitler attacked the Jews, I was not a Jew, therefore I was not concerned. When Hitler attacked the Catholics, I was not a Catholic, therefore I was not concerned. And when Hitler attacked the unions and industrialists, I was not a member of either group and was not concerned. Then, Hitler attacked me and the Protestant church, and there was nobody left to be concerned. Double B's believes that we are all here to help, support, and encourage each other. To make Arkansas a better place, Double B's is an Arkansas company that is here to help Arkansans and everyone else. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. There is nothing better than calling the Hogs with your fellow Razorback fans. And now is the time to join the team and become a part of the Razorback Foundation. Fans can join for as little as $4.17 per month. The financial support provided by Razorback Foundation members makes a once-in-a-lifetime experience possible for more than 465 student-athletes. Your gifts provide scholarships, academic support, training, and nutrition, as well as professional and personal development assistance. Being a member allows you to access season tickets, priority seats, and parking, tailgating, invitations to exclusive coaches and player events, as well as 20% off at Slim Chickens in Northwest Arkansas. Your support will help the Razorbacks continue on the path of success and bring home even more SEC and national championships. Already a member? Great. You have until March 1st to renew your membership. Join by calling 479-443-9000 or visit RazorbackFoundation.com. That's 479-443-9000 or RazorbackFoundation.com. Go Hogs! The Zone has a little bit of everything. Looks, DJ Williams. Confidence, DJ Williams. Athletic ability, DJ Williams. Brains, Christian Weaver. Oh, and, and Justin Acre is on the show, too. Now, let's get into the Oaklawn Hot Springs studio and see what the guys have for us today. I was so high, I did not recognize the fire You want to throw up here? You want to throw up in the car? I think both. Hilarious, Christian. Hilarious. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. I see a special someone on that line. As usual, every Friday you can there catch Clint Turner, 10:53 in the zone. Turner, <laughs> play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, hot. Emmanuel Swift takes a tackle. Touchdown, Arkansas! Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake. Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Goes to a oh. wide open receiver. It's Cobb. Towards the end zone. Touchdown! Hello, Clint. How are you? Man, I, I'm doing good, boys. I uh, look. I, I would like to be able to start this thing and say, "Look, man, I, I got kids now. Man, the family. We were busy, you know, yada yada yada." But our relationship goes uh, way too far back, Justin. You know, this has always been a problem of mine, man. So I appreciate you guys being patient, and, and uh, here we are. Buddy, here we are. Kids, fifty-three. I care not whether we get you at the appointed time, only that we get you at some point. Because well, no, the, the bad thing, Justin, I, I'm in the business. I, I know I'm, I'm on your side on a daily basis, <laughs> and I know how, how frustrating it is. So um, the good thing is is that, that uh, you know, five, six years ago, I felt bad about it. Now I feel bad about it, and I feel the pain. So yeah. here we are. But I still can't blame it on the family. It's uh, just a problem that I've got to... I'm still working through. Well, look, I appreciate that. And we got to squeeze Nancy in a little bit early, so it was fine. And I will also tell you this. I can't tell you how many times, Pixie, and you can relate to this. Chris, I don't know if you've done this yet much or not, but having kids, the best thing about them, really, because, I mean, they really are just a money suck, um, the best thing about them is you can use them as an mm-hmm. excuse. And it's like, 
you know, you get home from work on a Friday, you got an event you got to go to that your buddy's hosting, you're like, I really don't want to do that. I'd just rather drink a couple cold bullets and sit on the couch. And you just tell your buddy, hey, look, man, sitter fell through. Sorry, bro, can't come. Mm. It's a great thing. Thank you, kids. Still an excuse. Oh, I've done it so many times I'm embarrassed to tell you about it. But anyway. Uh, Oh, that's great. Um, okay, that great. we got some prop bets here for the upcoming uh, Super Bowl, and I just saw there's a story about a guy that spent, and Pigskin, I know you're going to tell him this is probably not a good move. Uh, he bet 100 grand on the coin toss. Dang. They offer that at Oaklawn. There's a lot of these weird prop Yeah, like what will Taylor Swift, what color will she wear, that kind of uh-huh. thing. They don't have that at Oaklawn, but okay. they do have coin toss on wow. the board. Uh, have you seen anything prop bet-wise, Clint, that jumps out at you that you like? You know, I hadn't even looked at him to be honest with you. We, my producer on our show, man, he is a big better. So we do a little, we do a little uh, digging throughout the week leading up to the game. But I have not. I, but, I, but I'd be willing to bet you that the best odds in the book are probably the coin, the coin flip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get fifty-fifty on a lot of that. That's for sure. Maybe that's, that's right. what I should make my lock of the week next week. I may do that. I'm going to say heads, heads? on uh, lock of the week or tails never fails. What do you what do you prefer when you when you called the toss? What'd you call, what'd you call heads? Heads. Okay. Yeah. Clint, what'd you call when you were doing it? I was a tails guy. Okay. I was a tails never fails guy. All right. <laughs> Everybody's got their thing. Yeah. Uh, but it does I don't fail. Remember, I don't it remember what often. the uh, I don't remember Half what the, the outcome was much. Okay. Well, you know, it, it's it doesn't. I don't. I'd be curious to see how often the uh, team that wins the game wins the coin toss. But I don't know if that there's a great correlation there. Um, any thoughts now that you've had a time to marinate on the matchup a little bit this week? We we were early in the week debating Tom Brady versus Mahomes for all time quarterback. It was a question of the day, and most of our listeners went overwhelmingly towards Brady. But it will be if Mahomes can keep up his current pace. You know, five years from now, I think he can have a real serious conversation. Well, I mean, yeah. Look, uh, we talked about it last week, or earlier this week, man. I, I just went to me. I'm I'm not a uh, you know a, a, a player or a quarterback or a coach has to win the big one you know more times than the guy before in order to have the conversation, right? I, I just I think when you look at at the, the clip at which Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the Chiefs have been in the AFC Championship, how many Super Bowls they've been to. Um, that alone, to me, is is as impressive as getting to the Super Bowl. And and if you can win, you know, four or five, six of them, and get up there into the conversation uh, of, of Brady from a winning perspective, that's great. But I, I I just think when you put a run together where man, you you you've been in what is that six straight or five of six or something like that AFC championships. Um, I mean that's that's winning at a clip that that uh, there's no. There's no disregarding that. I mean, that is clearly you, you are you are next level, and you are in the elite, and you are, you know, again, depending yeah. on how many you win, you're friend, you're, you're you are are, are a, uh, um, what am I looking for? The the uh, you enter a different stratosphere or echelon. Well, what am I looking for when you win a bunch of championships? My damn mind just went blank. You, you're uh, a dynasty. Uh, Dynasty. I'm, I'm, I'm over here going destination. I got you. Destination. The guy's been Dynasty. up since 2.45. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clint, we're up against it. You're going to marinate on some uh, prop bets. I'll throw a few scenarios at you on Monday, then we'll get your pick a week from today. Okay, we'll get at it, man. Y'all, uh, y'all be good, boys. All right, see you, buddy. The Rogers Family for Capital Business Machines. It's real important to keep going what uh, our dad has started. He had a good reputation, and we want to continue that reputation. Business is about relationships, and I think a lot of times it gets too corporate, too internet, too impersonal, and we want to continue that legacy that that our dad has, has started.